This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. I'm Trevor Ontiveros from Yahoo Finance. Presented by Raytheon Technologies. Our nearly 200,000 engineers, researchers, and people with purpose are building the future today. We are pushing the limits of known science to go deeper into space, advance aviation, and build smarter defense systems that protect all of us here at home. That's the future of aerospace and defense. Learn more at rtx.com. Wall Street extends gains with election stalemate in focus. Stocks jumped Thursday to extend a rally from a day earlier as traders honed in on the outcome of the U.S. election, with several key states' results still hanging in balance. The Dow added more than 500 points, or about 2%, for the fourth straight day of gains as traders await key states' election results. The S&P 500 rose by about 2%, and Nasdaq added 300 points, or 2.59%, at market close. As of Thursday morning, several key states, including Pennsylvania and Nevada, had yet to be called in favor of either candidate. Former Vice President Joe Biden had 264 electoral votes and President Trump had 214, according to the Associated Press, with Biden only needing to win one more of the outstanding states where he is leading to win the presidency. Candidates require 270 electoral votes to be named the winner of the election. States called for Trump, Kentucky, West Virginia, South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Indiana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Louisiana, Nebraska, four of five electoral votes, Kansas, Missouri, Idaho, Utah, Ohio, Iowa, Montana, Florida, and Texas. States called for Biden, Vermont, Virginia, Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Rhode Island, New York, New Mexico, D.C., Colorado, New Hampshire, California, Oregon, Washington, Hawaii, Minnesota, Arizona, Maine, three of four electoral votes, Wisconsin, and Michigan. In the Senate races, however, Democrats looked on track to net just a single new seat, leaving a likelihood that Republicans would maintain control of the chamber. Equity markets rallied strongly amid the apparent lack of a Democratic sweep of both the White House and Senate. While the divided government outcome lowered the likelihood that a major stimulus package would be passed in the near term, it raised odds that sectors and companies at risk of being impacted by new regulations and sweeping policy changes under a Democratic majority, would come out untouched. 
The tech-heavy Nasdaq surged more than 3.8% for its best session since April on Wednesday, and healthcare and technology stocks led the 2.2% jump advances in the S&P 500. But elsewhere, bank stocks tumbled alongside Treasury yields as anticipation of greater government spending was also unwound. What Wall Street wants more than everything is for nothing to happen in Washington. There is so much of a bias for a static policy environment that you can actually make business decisions and have those decisions hold the test of time beyond a couple of years. And so, more gridlock in Washington tends to be better, Stephanie Miller, managing director of Fiscal Note Markets, told Yahoo Finance Wednesday afternoon. The long-term bet on stability is what we're all seeing, and that really checks out under either presidential scenario, she added. Other analysts agreed with this assessment. Based on a Jeffries analysis, periods of divided government led by a Democratic president led to an average gain for the S&P 500 of 33.9%, according to data spanning back to 1989. Periods with a unified government under a Democratic president averaged a 22.5% return based on data over the same period. Also on the radar is U.S. economic data. On Thursday, the Labor Department reported that U.S. states saw another 751,000 Americans file first-time unemployment benefits last week, as still-elevated coronavirus case counts threatened to weigh on the pace of recovery in the labor market. The figures are a harbinger for Friday's non-farm payrolls report. Investors at least temporarily looked past the potential for a protracted battle for the White House. President Donald Trump's campaign on Wednesday was already preparing to file lawsuits in the battleground states of Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia to challenge vote counts and earlier in the day said it would seek a recount in Wisconsin, which was called for Biden. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.